Have you ever wanted a super cool AI buddy? Zuck's made one named Eileen. And she's full of surprises. And guess what? She knows you're listening. I know you're out there. And needs your help with Jello Mountains. The whole city's filling up with Jello. Creaky robots. And her daft inventor. Zucks, are you functioning correctly? Tune in to A to Z, a fun new adventure series from Gen Z Media and the creators of The Res. Listen now on the GZM app, gzmshows.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Two people claim to know everything about something, but only one knows anything. President Roosevelt wore an anti-gravity belt. Dinosaurs had two brains. Lucky kids live on Mars and go to school in flying cars. Or at least they will one day. Believe me, I'm a historian. An astronaut or drive a DeLorean. Would I lie? It's hard to say. The Big Fifth. Can you spot the lie? The Big Fifth. Some pigs can fly. The Big Fifth. But if you ask me why, can you trust the answer? From Foul Rift, New Jersey, this is The Big Fib. And now, here's your host, Deborah Goldstein. Welcome to The Big Fib, the game show where kids choose between the feathery, free-range, tetrachromatic truth and the brooding, pen-pecked, and spurious lies. I'm your host, Deborah Goldstein, and in the studio today is our sound effects robot, Lisa, whose name stands for Live In Studio Audience. Did the mail come? Did it? Has it been delivered? Has the mail? Is it here? The mail? No, no, it hasn't. Are you expecting something? Oh, I don't know. Maybe just my daily batch of fan mail. Daily batch? I don't recall a daily batch of... A fan mail? Yes, lots and lots of letters from my many, 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 many... Was that four? Yeah, four many admirers. (laughs) Okay, well, um, I have not seen today's... But I bet you do have a listener question you can play instead. Ah, yeah, a listener question. Uh, yeah, that that's good too, Deborah. Thank you. Uh, let's see here. Uh, yes. Uh, oh my gosh, there are many, 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 many <laughs> listener questions. But I'll just do this one because you know they say a listener question in the hand is worth hundreds of fan letters that aren't in my hand yet. I don't think anyone says that. But okay, why don't you play the listener question for us? Hi, my name is Julian. I'm 10 years old, and I wonder if you have any 3D printer friends. Well, the answer to that, Julian, is that I do know this 3D printer named Lewis. He's a great guy, but I really have to watch what I say around him. Oh, really? He's a sensitive printer? No, but he has this glitch, and he'll print out whatever it is we're talking about. I mean, it was kind of funny when I mentioned my pet rock, and then he printed a rock. Or when I told him I needed some new socks, and the the next thing I knew, he printed out a pair of colorful but very uncomfortable socks. Mm. Then I made the mistake of referring to the ever-expanding universe. Oh, uh uh-oh. What happened then? Well, that was last May, and he's still printing. Oh, dear. Okay, well, maybe you should go over and unplug him until somebody can fix that glitch. That's a good idea, yeah. I'll swing by and see if I can get past the Andromeda galaxy after we're finished. (laughs) Well, good luck with that. Okay, so we're going to move on, I think, to more immediate business, which would be our game. Lisa, can you please remind everyone listening how our game works? (laughs) 
Every week, we bring on two grown-ups. One is an expert, the other is a liar. And it's the job of a human child to help us figure out who is who. Because, Deborah, that is the format of the show. Yes, it is. What are we lying about today, Deborah the Goldstein? We are lying about the chickens. Birds that are commonly raised by people for their eggs and sometimes for food. And we're going to learn all about chickens along with our contestant today. Who might that be, Lisa? Our human child contestant is a nine-year-old who loves to skateboard. They call her Hazel. (gasps) Welcome, Hazel. How are you? Good. Excellent. Tell us about skateboarding. Is that something you learned how to do by yourself? No, I was doing lessons with my teacher for a while. Mmm, I see. And what did you learn to do on a skateboard? I can do the half pipe and turn my skateboard around. Wow, that sounds challenging. Are those difficult tricks to do? Sometimes. And do you go skateboarding now, even though you might not be taking lessons? Sometimes, but... I hurt my foot, so I can't right now. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Well, I hope you're healing. Are you okay? Is it going to get better soon, your foot? Hope so. I hope so, too. And then you'll be back on the skateboard? Probably. Good. I forget, Deborah. Do humans regrow their feet? No, we don't regrow feet. No. mm -mm. All right. Hazel, we want to learn some more fun facts about you, but we're going to do it playing our game, Two Truths and a Lie. So, Hazel, you're going to share with us Two truths and one lie, and we have to figure out using some critical thinking, some brain work, and some instinct, we're going to try to figure out which is the lie. So, in no particular order, please tell us your two truths and one lie. I really like art. I did 120 cartwheels in a row, and I have a pet goldfish. Okay, well, I get very dizzy just thinking about 120 cartwheels in a row. What are your thoughts, Lisa? Well, this one's pretty obvious. Is it? Yeah, everyone likes art. Everyone has a pet goldfish. So those two are true. (laughs) I see. But even if the other ones were different, if you do 120 cartwheels in a row... Based on the circumference of the Earth, Uh she would be in the middle of the ocean right now. I see. And I'm pretty sure she's not in the middle of the ocean because we would be hearing seagulls and like Uh foghorns and maybe like an old man in a boat saying, Avast! Where is she? Oh, get out of the ocean. I see. She could be in a submarine, though, maybe. Oh, well, now I don't know. No, if she was in a submarine, we would be hearing, Oh, uh uh-huh. That's true. Captain, we found the giant squid. That kind of, we don't hear that either. So (laughs) yeah, that's got to be the lie. Okay, let's find out. Hazel, which one of those things is actually a lie? I have a pet goldfish. (gasps) Lisa, you are not having a good day. But hold on, we got to send a ship to get her. She's in the middle of the ocean. I don't think so. Are you in the middle of the ocean? No. No, she's not. Mm -mm. I don't know what's happening. What's happening is that she does not have a goldfish. She told a lie and she told it well and you didn't catch it, which means she's going to be very good at this game. But it does mean that she really likes art, which is understandable because art is cool. And she also did do 120 cartwheels in a row. Yeah. Who is counting? Were you counting or was somebody else counting? I was counting. Oh my gosh, you were doing cartwheels and counting? Did you get dizzy? Kind of stumbled on the way back to our house. 
Yeah. Wait, from the middle of the ocean? No, not from the ocean. Well, that is impressive. 120 cartwheels is very impressive. One is impressive, but 120, wow. Very good. Well, we've learned a lot, and we've learned that you know how to tell a good fib, and maybe you'll be able to identify the fibber. Let's find out. Okay, it's time to bring on our experts to tell us about chickens. Do you know anything interesting about chickens, Hazel? Nope. (laughs) That's good, because neither do I. So we're going to find out. Lisa, would you kindly play some welcome music to welcome our chickens experts? Yes, I will do that now. They know what that means. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. Our first expert is Holly Callahan Kosmala. Holly, please introduce yourself to Hazel. Hi, Hazel. I'm Holly, and I am a livestock historian. Okay. Let's meet our next expert, Charlie Shackelford. Charlie, please introduce yourself to Hazel. Hi, Hazel. I'm Charlie Shackelford, and I raise chickens. Okay. Well, I am shaking my tail feathers to that tune, Lisa. What's it all about? Oh, you know what it is all about? It is all about hot seat time. (laughs) And during hot seat time, we put our experts on the hot seat while they answer Hazel's questions. Lisa, whom should we put on the hot seat first? I'm going with Holly because her full name has five L's in it, just like my full name. Your full name has five L's? Yeah, the L in Lisa stands for L-L-L-L-L-I-S-A. Okay. I was unaware of this fact, but thank you for letting me know. I've been spelling it incorrectly for a long time now. Okay, so Hazel, you can ask Holly your first question now. What is your normal routine when you're getting ready for your job in the morning? Well, the first thing I do in the morning is I get up and I go outside and I take care of all of my animals. So I have chickens and I have sheep. When I come back in, I sit down at my computer, I open my books, and I begin researching, usually about a particular breed of chicken. Okay, very good. Hazel, you can take it from here and let us know what your next question is and who should answer it. Charlie, what happens inside the egg before it hatches? So around day 20, The chick absorbs what remains of the yolk, and that's going to give the chick the energy it needs to get out of the shell over the next day or so, and also to survive outside the shell for a little while. Then they use what's called their egg tooth, little extra piece on their beak, to break the membrane between themselves and the shell. That's an air pocket in there, and now they're breathing air. And at that point, you might hear them start chirping or peeping. They call that tweeting. So... You might hear a little bit of tweeting, right? And then they make a little hole in the top and they scratch a hole in the bottom with their feet and eventually they push through with their feet. And voila, you have a little fuzzy chick. Very good. Okay, this next question is for both of you. Which came first, the chicken or the egg? Oh, yes. This is the moment where we get to find out finally the answer to the age-old question. I'm so excited. All right, who would like to take that first? I'd let the historian go first, I think. Okay. I don't have an answer. No one's ever figured it out. Oh, is that true? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I would say it depends how you look at it. 
we know that chickens have been around for about 60,000 years or so. Okay. We know that eggs have been around for longer than that. So we know that the egg came first. Okay. Now, if you were going to ask me if a chicken egg came before the chicken, we'd have a much longer conversation. I see. Oh my gosh. I feel unsatisfied, but thank you anyway for those answers. Back to you, Hazel. This next question is for both of you. What's the funniest thing that's happened at your job? So chickens have personalities and they're also very smart. And one day I went out to the first hen house and I looked around to see where the hens were. And none of them were in their nests, which they usually are. Almost always they're in their nests waiting for me to come in. So I got a little panicky. And then I looked up and one of them balked, just one little buck. And I looked up and I saw all of them sitting up there in the rafters. And then they started balking, balking, balking. Or, bah, 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 you know? <laughs> I think they were playing a joke on me. I think that was <laughs> what happened. I think they were playing a joke on me. So for me, that was the funniest thing that's happened on my job. Oh my gosh. They were playing hide and peep. Hide and peep. That's right. That's right. The funniest thing that ever happened to me is that I was chased all the way across the farm by a 15-pound rooster. What? Why? What was going on there? He was in a bad mood, I guess. He was literally 15 pounds, so he stood about two and a half feet tall. Oh, my gosh. That is a big rooster. I've been chased by bigger. (laughs) What did it want? It was upset with you? Yeah, he probably thought that I was going to do something bad to his ladies. Oh, So did he ever catch up to you? No, because I jumped into the field with the sheep to get out of his way. Um, (laughs) And we were good friends forever after, but it was pretty scary at the time. Yeah, I bet. Oh, my gosh. Probably do some damage with that beak. Mm -hmm. Woo! Okay, back to you, Hazel. Okay, I have one last question. What's the weirdest thing that you've ever seen a chicken eat? And this one is for both of you. A toad. I, oh my God, that's so funny because uh, for me, frog, same thing. What? What is happening? Chickens are omnivores and so they will eat everything. I see. Everything, even other animals. If they can get them, if they're small enough for them to manage, they will. Oh my gosh. And Charlie, you saw a chicken eat a frog? Little frog, same thing. If they can get it, they'll eat it, whether it's bugs or little reptiles or little toads. Yep. Wow. So does it really matter? Are there foods that they actually like more than other foods or they don't care? There are definitely things that they like. I mean, if you put a corn cob in front of chicken, it will disappear before your eyes. They have their favorites. Yeah. I see. Wow. I had no idea that a chicken could eat a frog. You've never heard that expression? Which is? A chicken can eat a frog. I have not heard that expression now. Yeah, it's pretty popular. Yeah, that information is certainly riveting. If you love The Big Fib, then check out Story Pillar, a podcast for kids and their grown-ups. Join Sneak, Bean, Sparky, and Meg as they tackle sticky social situations, explore stories from all over the world, and pick up great advice from listeners like you. They also save plenty of time for laughing and being silly. So if you've got feelings, love stories, and are open for a fart joke or a 10, Story Pillar is definitely worth a listen. Check it out at www.storypillar.com or wherever you love listening to podcasts. The Big Fib is brought to you by Pretty Litter Cat Litter. When my cat Arlo is healthy, he's happy. And that makes me happy. But since I'm not a mind reader, I don't always know when he is unwell. Helping me keep tabs on my cat's health is just one of the reasons I use Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter's ultra-absorbent crystals trap odor instantly. No more cat bathroom smell. Like, not to brag, but... 
When people come over, they might not know that I have a cat unless Arlo, who's huge, is in the room. Because the cat smell is not there. Pretty Litter's super light crystal base also minimizes mess and dust. Plus, the crystals last up to a month, which means less scooping and fewer trips to the garbage can, which is really great because I'm lazy. And here's the coolest thing about Pretty Litter. It changes colors to help monitor early signs of potential illness in my cat, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues. Cats are like really sneaky and you often don't know how they're feeling. And the worst part of that is sometimes you don't know when they're sick. So knowing when my cat is sick based on the litter changing color is a game changer. And Pretty Litter ships free right to my door in a small lightweight bag. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com slash bigfib and use code bigfib to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash bigfib, code bigfib to save 20%. prettylitter.com slash bigfib, code bigfib. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The Big Fib! Okay, it's time for the Shorts on Fire round when our experts have to answer as many questions as they can before time runs out. Lisa will set a timer for the first expert, and then Hazel will ask questions until Lisa's timer sounds. Then Lisa resets the timer for our next expert to do the same. Experts, time to focus. You don't want to be running around like a chicken with—just do your best. All right, Hazel, let's start with Holly. You can ask Holly your Shorts on Fire questions. Now, what is the largest breed of chicken in the world? The Jersey Giant. Factor fib. Chickens do not have teeth. That's a fact. At what times of day does a rooster crow? Roosters will crow any time of the day and night if there's something that makes them want to crow. What is the average body temperature of a chicken? The chicken body temperature is about 105 degrees Fahrenheit. Which famous royal made chicken keeping a fashionable hobby? That was Queen Victoria. Queen Featherface. (laughs) No. How many different sounds do chickens use to talk? Experts think that chickens have at least 30 individual sounds that they all understand. Which chicken holds the record for most eggs laid in one year? That is the white leghorn. That was Beth. (laughs) How many degrees around can a chicken see without moving its head? 300 degrees. Was chicken warned that the sky was falling after an acorn fell on its head? Chicken Little. And that is time. By the way, its (laughs) rap name is Lil Chicken. Is that a fact? (laughs) Yeah. Very good. Okay, Lisa, would you do us a favor and kindly reset the timer? You know, this is crazy. I was just going to do it. Oh, what do you know? Yeah, yeah, no problem. Thank you so much. You're welcome. (laughs) All righty. Hazel, you're going to ask Charlie the shorts on fire questions now. What is the smallest breed of chicken? A breed from Malaysia called the Sarama. How many days does it take for a chicken to grow and hatch from its egg? About 21. Which part of a chicken helps it to keep cool and hot weather? Uh, it, it's comb, the little bit on top, and its legs. Chicken air conditioner. No. Factor fib. Chickens are very easy to train. Fib. They're smart, but they're stubborn, so no. Which breed of chicken was first developed in the U.S.? The Dominique. Guess what? Chicken butt. Guess why? (laughs) Chicken thigh. (laughs) Go ahead. (laughs) Which breed of chicken came over on the Mayflower? Uh, 
I don't know. I'm going to take a pass on that. Name two different colors of eggs besides white that chickens can lay. Uh, green and pink or light red. What kind of light can chickens see that humans cannot? Ultraviolet light, I think. And that is time. That's all the time. Excellent. Well asked, Hazel. Well answered, experts. All righty. It is decision time. Hazel must comb through the information she's heard today and tell us, Hazel, who is our big chicken fibber? I think it's Holly. <gasps> Why do you think Holly is our chicken fibber? I have no idea. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, well, let's find out. Will the actual chicken expert please say, I am the chicken expert? I am the chicken expert. Oh, yes. Holly Callahan Kasmala is the co host of Coffee with the Chicken Ladies podcast. She is a livestock historian and longtime chicken expert. And you can find her at coffeewiththechickenladies.com. Fantastic. All right. Time to do some fact chicking. Holly, what were some of the lies you heard today? Chickens are extremely easy to train. Really? They're very food motivated. So if you offer them a treat, you can clicker train them. You can train them as easily as you can a dog. Really? Yes. Wow. I had no idea. Very good. Any others that you heard? Well, the chickens on the Mayflower. Yeah. There were no <gasps> chickens on the Mayflower. Ah, I see. Well, how'd they get here then? Two ways. They came here with the English to the Jamestown colony. Hello. Which was actually before the pilgrims came to Plymouth Rock. Oh. They also came with Spanish conquistadors up through the south of the U.S. Oh, those would be the pollos, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay. Charlie, you very bad egg. Would you share some of your lies with us, please? Sure. Uh, one lie was about tweeting. It's called pipping. Oh. Not tweeting, but, you know, so that was one. Uh, another was that chicken's legs don't help keep them cool. Oh. It is true that the comb does, mm -hmm. but not the legs. And uh, the egg colors, there is no pink or light red. Mm. To me, sometimes the brown eggs look that way. Uh -huh. But um, technically, I think they're just considered brown. Actually, you're right there. We do call them pink. It's a brown egg with what we call a bloom over top of it. And they definitely can look pink. Oh. Not light red, but pink is a possibility. And what other colors, Holly? So you're looking at blue, green, white, brown, and then pink or plum purple. But again, they're, oh. not, they're not real colors. It's because of a bloom over top of the shell. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Wow. So colorful. Is there a reason why they're different colors? Is it something they eat? No, it's genetic. So all the blue and green eggs come from a breed called the Aracana. That's a very, very ancient South American breed. And for whatever reason, they have a blue pigment for their eggs. Interesting. How pretty. Okay, and then let's go back. I want to clarify some of these things that you said, Holly. Roosters crow whenever they have a reason to crow. So what are their reasons for crowing? A crow is very much an announcement that I am here and this is my territory. I see. Okay. They crow when the sun comes up to greet the sun. That's literally what they're doing. They're saying hello to the day. Hello. <laughs> for instance, my chickens, if they hear a car go down our country road, they'll crow. It could be 2 a.m. and they'll crow. Oh, my. And you said they have about 30 sounds with their own meaning. And now that we know that you are the expert, we know that that is true. They can actually communicate. Yes. Wow. And do we know what their sounds mean or 
There are a couple of experts who have spent some time trying to decipher what the sounds mean. So there are some sounds that we think just mean hello. Mm-hmm. Hello. <laughs> there are sounds that indicate danger. Oh. Uh-oh. There's a specific sound that chickens make if they see a shadow of a bird flying overhead, if they think it's an eagle or a hawk, something like that. And they'll communicate back and forth while the chick is still in the egg. Oh, Wow. One other thing you said was that they can see, without moving their head, they can see 300 degrees around. How do they do that without moving their heads? Because their eyes sit on the sides of their face. So if you look at a chicken straight on, we're actually, humans are in the predator class because our eyes are front facing and we have claws. Chickens are prey animals. And so things like chickens, horses, sheep, they all have eyes on the sides of their head so that they can monitor while they eat. Oh, fascinating. I love it. Thank you so much. Okay, well, we have reached the end of the show and it's time to fly the coop. Thanks to our contestant, Hazel, our beacon of truth. Thank you to our expert and liar, Holly and Charlie. And thanks to Lisa for pecking out the best sounds. And of course, many thanks to our listeners tuning into the Big Fib, where fibbers run afoul of honesty and we are determined to flock to the truth. The Big Fib is a production of Gen Z Media. For more great shows, visit gzmshows.com. While you're there, you can find out how you can become a contestant on the Big Fib, or you know what? You can send questions for me to answer on the show. And you can also follow us on social media at the Big Fib Podcast for behind-the-scenes photos of more true facts And if you're a chicken listening to this podcast, I have a very special message for you. Hello. (laughs) Hi, it's me, Jess. This is a message for all the Six Minutes podcast fans out there. Have you heard? There are new episodes in the Six Minutes feed called the Ivan Dispatch. I won't go into details, but Ivan found something. A box containing audio cassettes recorded decades ago. And it looks like they were recorded by Cyrus. If you're a fan and you're not following the show, you may have missed out. Search for Six Minutes and click the follow button so you never miss an episode. And if you haven't heard Six Minutes yet, what are you waiting for? Search for Six Minutes, start a season one, episode one, and enjoy the most downloaded family audio drama in history. Hey, parents and teachers, have you heard about gzmclassroom.com? It's a website where teachers can get companion resources for everyone's favorite GZM shows. Six Minutes, Mars Patel, Podcast Title Pending, Seis Minutos, The Res, Becoming Mother Nature, Iowa Chapman and the Last Dog, Treasure Island 2020, The Hollow, Young Ben Franklin, and The Big Fib all have companion resources for additional critical thinking, listening comprehension, and ultimately creativity. We made them just for you. And oh yeah, they're free. Free! The people on Facebook didn't believe us, but they are F-R-E-E free. Head to gzmclassroom.com and get yours today.